The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today again is the Old Testament reading from this past Sunday. We're looking right now especially at 1 Kings 3 verses 5 to 6 and 9 to 12. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, So give your servant a discerning heart to govern the, your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this, so God said to him, Since you have asked for this and not for long life, or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. My dear friends in Christ, there was a woman who went to the pet store and she bought herself a parrot because she wanted to have some company. She wanted somebody that would talk to her. Anyway, what happened is that she took the bird home and, and the next day she ended up coming back to the pet store and with, with a complaint and said that that bird, it doesn't talk. So the pet store owner looked at her and said, well, birds like this love mirrors. When he sees his reflection in a mirror, he'll be sure to start talking. And so the woman was convinced that she needed to get a mirror for the birdcage, and she got the mirror. She went home, and she ended up coming back with the bird to the pet store the next day, complaining again that he still didn't talk. Well, the owner said, that's strange. How about a ladder? Birds really like ladders, and a happy parrot is a talkative parrot. So she bought a ladder for her pet, and she took the bird home again. And after being home, she ended up coming back again the next day, disgruntled, a bit unhappy, and she said again that the bird still didn't talk. Well, the pet store owner said, well, does he have a swing? That must be the problem. Once he starts swinging, he'll probably talk your ear off. The woman wasn't easily convinced. She'd already bought a couple of things, but she finally was convinced. She bought a swing for her bird, and she took the bird home again. And wouldn't you know it, the next day she ended up going back to the pet store again, and when she got back to the pet store, the pet store owner knew that something was really wrong, and he said to her, didn't your parrot like the swing? And she responded, the parrot died. Stunned, the store owner asked her, did he ever say anything? And her response, yes, right before he died, in a weak little voice, he asked me, 
Don't they sell any food at that pet store? People sometimes forget the main thing. In the last couple of months, I've been waiting for and actually expecting for the announcement that we just heard, well, today as I'm preparing this devotion, they canceled college football and all college fall sports. I was kind of expecting that to happen. And as Major League Baseball and as the National Basketball Association, as they're playing their shortened seasons, trying to get a season in, trying to get a, a playoff, a World Series winner, I wonder how long it's going to happen. Maybe they'll continue playing. Maybe they'll finish their shortened seasons. Maybe they won't. And as I think about that, I really do what's going to want, what's going, wonder what's going to happen with the National Football League. A anyone who knows me knows that sports and, well, especially the Green Bay Packers are really important to me. And it would be tough for me once fall comes around to, to go to church on Sunday morning and come home for Sunday afternoon and there'd be no football. That would be tough for me. That would be tough for me. But you know what would be tougher for me? And that would, of course, be not having church or not having a reason to go to church at all on Sunday mornings. You know, reluctantly, I would say to you that, reluctantly, I could say to you that I could survive without football and other sports, but I couldn't survive without my Savior. He's the main thing. Well, in our reading, the Lord basically gave Solomon this blank check. Solomon could have asked for anything. And what he did ask for is he asked for a discerning heart so that he could be a good king over God's people. And now, when you think about his request, understand that he wasn't really just asking God that he would be a good, wise king. He was asking God that he would be a good, wise king over God's people. So to Solomon's request, the Lord said to him, Since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Solomon's wisdom is well-known. The book of Proverbs is full of so many of his God-inspired wise sayings. Because of his request for wisdom, what God says is that he gave him not only that wise discerning heart, but he also gave him riches and honor so that during his lifetime there, there were no kings who were equal to him. God also promised him that if he'd remain faithful, he'd give him a long life. But we know that Solomon, he 
ended up dying when he was about 60. He was not faithful to God throughout his life. He married many foreign women in alliances with other countries, and those foreign wives, they led him into idolatry, led him away from the Lord. And see, during that time, his heart was not properly discerning God's word. But before he died, the Lord must have restored his discerning heart because, as we believe, he, at the end of his life, in the book of Ecclesiastes, he basically said, everything is meaningless without God. During his lifetime, Solomon, he accomplished many things, many things. Hopefully, as the book of Ecclesiastes seemed to indicate, well, before he died, he, his discerning heart showed him that all of those things really were meaningless. They were nothing apart from God, that God was and is the main thing. Well, God gave Solomon so much, and he gives us so much as well. He gives us the forgiveness of sins, and he takes care of us so well. He, he gives us so much more than just the daily bread that we ask for when we pray the Lord's Prayer. He gives us so much more. But may God keep on strengthening our faith, our discerning hearts, so that we don't get so wrapped up in this life that we lose our discerning hearts. There are no genies that can give us three wishes, but God will give us discerning hearts, the discerning hearts that we need more than anything so that we believe in God's promises, that we believe that Jesus is our Savior and our way to eternal life, that, that he is the main thing. Well, think again of that parrot. He really didn't need a mirror or a ladder or a swing. What he needed was the main thing he needed. Well, what for him was the parrot food. And it's kind of scary for me to say, but I really don't need to come home from church on Sunday afternoon and watch football or baseball or basketball. But what I do need is to go to church on Sunday morning or whenever I go to church to hear, to learn what God says in his word what God says about the main thing, about the one thing needful. May God keep on giving me and you a discerning heart so that we always know the one thing needful, the main thing, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. For our prayer today, I'd like to share with you Hymn number 290, verses 1 and 3, One Thing's Needful. One thing's needful, Lord, this treasure, teach me highly to regard. All else, though it first give pleasure, is a yoke that presses hard. 
Beneath it the heart is still fretting and striving, no true lasting happiness ever deriving. This one thing is needful, all others are vain. I count all but loss that I, Christ, may obtain. Wisdom's highest, noblest treasure, Jesus can be found in you. Let me find in you my pleasure, make my will and actions true. Humility there and simplicity reigning in paths of true wisdom, my steps ever training. If I learn from Jesus this knowledge divine, the blessings of heavenly wisdom is mine. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.